0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoted for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: Hello and welcome back to Super Coach Edge. Now we round out the trilogy of our mid installments with an entry. That is last but not least, as we unveil a host of rookies we think you should keep your eye across as potential cash cows that potentially double as valuable cover across the early buys. I pumped those numbers
0: up. Those are rookie numbers in this racket.
2: Rookie <laughs> numbers indeed. Rookie numbers indeed, Liam. So mm. are you excited? Are you as excited as I am to crack open? Of course, if you tuned in to the last episode on YouTube, uh, I did the Experimental um, Elixir. Of rookie juice that I had here, which pixelated my uh, webcam for some Dude. unknown reason. But I'm um, finished it, and uh, I am thirsty for more of them.
1: <laughs> I, I am too. <laughs> I am too. I hope some good rookie juice. But uh, anyway, let's uh, let's jump into it. But before we do, uh, you just want to run through the socials as always on YouTube. Uh, if you search Supercoach Edge, uh, you'll find us there. But please do not forget to like. And subscribe so that you can be notified of when our content drops from week to week. And uh yeah, the more likes and subscribes we get, the uh the uh, I don't know, better it goes for us. It's good. Twitter, you'll find us at supercoach underscore edge, <laughs> Damon at Damonj88, myself at at Liam Evans underscore ninety five, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Simply search supercoach edge, and we're there.
2: We well. are there. And uh, I've also got some more juice, but it's it's the sort of juice that you'd kind of want to throw up against a brick wall, because it's the 1990 premiership port that I have here that I've been tasked by our father-in-law to try and sell. So if anyone tuning in is 1990 1990 premiership port uh, by Angove's Pty Limited, Um, but yeah, it's got the uh, premiership team on there. Uh, And as I said, it's probably uh, probably goes down best uh, when you're pouring it down the sink. Uh, considering it's uh, Collingwood. But uh, nonetheless, some people may like that as a collectible. So uh, if you are a Pies fan and keen for it, hit me up, because it'll be on Facebook Marketplace soon enough to try and um, go to a, more of a suitable uh, owner uh, before I throw it up against a brick wall or pour it down the sink. Um, but with that, Liam, let's get... There's no segue from that. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, yeah. Just... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where to go. Uh, uh, the ship is leaving the port. And yes. We are looking... We, we're we, we've arriving moved on. At we've gone central. past the Primos. We've gone past the Primos. We've gone mm. past the Isle of uh, Isle of Primos, and we've gone past the uh, the the Bay of Value and Rookie mid prices. Rookies, mid prices, and we're full steam ahead to um,
2: Steamboat uh, Willie ahead. Yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this analogy That's is on- going
2: everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, just in reference, people, people are tuned in. Uh, regular viewers of 2023 and prior. Yeah. Uh, enjoy that because I'm the captain now does feature a bit of steamboat Willie, which will make its reappearance. Which, in 2024. And You know what?
1: Steamboat Willie is, I'm pretty sure it's now a uh, public domain. So okay, we're so about we, to we, see we, all of the, uh, all of the horror movie versions of, uh, <laughs> I thought
2: you were going to say, so we won't get sued anymore. There's no losses hanging over yeah, our head no, yeah. for taking the piss out of steamboat Willie in our, um, our segment, exactly. our production. Uh, anyway, um, well, let's do it, Liam. Let's, uh, let's <laughs> sail into the, uh, the eye of the storm on our way to Rookie Central. Um, let's do it. Let's kick off
1: with the first mid-rookie, and we're going to skip past Harley Reid. We did cover him in the forwards episode as he did have that, or do, mm. he does have that handy DPP. Yes. So let's kick off with the first rookie, uh, North Melbourne, Colby McKerchuk. 202.8K mid-eligible. He obviously does not have a twenty twenty three average as a rookie, but we do have his nap average, and that was 150 in four games. The kangaroo has big wraps over him as a true midfielder who has been noted as an accumulator. However, in match sim, McKercha has been lining up and playing a role mm. in the back line, not dissimilar to Sheezel. So could history be repeating with McKercha? like it was with Sheezal. Sheezal has actually moved forward as well, like playing um, forward mid-roll. So different mm. role for him. In terms of verdict, I mean, it's hard to say. Obviously, he needs to be named uh, <laughs> in round one, but uh, I can't imagine he won't be. Should get plenty of game time and should be one to consider for your midfield. That back line, halfback role could have plenty of points and plenty of cash to be made. So he is firmly in my side at this stage.
2: Yeah, totally agree. I think he's a must have in terms of rookies and you're paying for job security here Mm -hmm. at that higher price point that rates among the most elite, I think. And as shown as a rookie, uh, it could potentially come in and have an impact, as you said, uh, not too dissimilar to she's nuts. Um, So that would Mm be ultra juicy if you could do that. Um, so he's a lock and load um, among the most owned at this moment, and um, yeah, no surprise there. So licking our chops to see him make his debut for the Ruse. Another man that we're looking, or another another young man, we'll say that we're keen to see pull on the doggies jumper yes. is Riley Sanders. He's priced at 184.8 as a midfielder, of course, um, and he's NAB average was a whopping 170 in four games. Now, with these numbers, Liam, I do put into question, I assume, I'm assuming champion data use the same formula, what is it, 3,300 points that they have to allocate in any given AFL match. I assume they're doing likewise in the under-18 champs, um, but we'll just have that as a bit of an asterisk. But 170 across four games is absolutely ridiculous. Um, and probably speaks to the quality of the uh, of the man. So, of course, Sanders, he was taken at pick number six in the draft. And the Colonel, he's a midfielder who can play both in and outside mm. roles. And as a high draft pick, you'll be paying up for him. But he should debut early for the Dogs and be given a good role, you'd think, especially considering uh, the likes of Basalenka. He's no longer there due to his injury. Now, Jason Johannesson, he was quoted as saying on radio if his body holds up and he stays healthy, I'd assume he'd play a lot of games this year. He's been extremely exciting to watch, so Dogs fans will really be keen to watch him this season, uh, which is a nice endorsement there from a senior head in Johannesson. In terms of the verdict, uh, rated one of the best mids in the draft and by all reports could fill the hole left by Baz as I mentioned. And I think he's just a definite lock at this stage in terms of job security and scoring potential, as we saw there with those scoring numbers uh for the nab liam you're probably along the same lines as me
1: yeah i agree um only thing i'll add is just with all rookies we're gonna wait and see (laughs) just make sure he's named in round one but um should be good to go can't imagine he won't be and if he is named he will be in my side um so yes lock and load all things considering moving on to the next guy it is daniel Curtin, 175.8k he is eligible as both a mid and a defender he had a NAB average of 137 in four games and a Waffle average of 86 in four games and probably need to look more at the Waffle average because it's probably closer to
2: well, senior closer bodies. To
1: AFL, but it's more the senior bodies. Like he's not, mm-hmm. it, yeah, that, that's, that's the thing that I think I'm concerned about with the NAB averages is that it probably gets everyone's going, oh, look at this,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, which is fine. Um, but yep. just he's not going to probably come in and average one thirty-seven in four games. Um, even eighty-six in four games is probably um a stretch. Um, but maybe not. Maybe not. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, probably a a, a a better yardstick to be going by. Yep. Having traded up for him though, uh, the Crows did have obviously have their sights set on the big West Aussie and landed him. At pick eight, he is a big-bodied key position player but does have the ability to play like a midfielder and and has played as a midfielder as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: With the Crows, though, in need of a defender and obviously the departure of Tom Doty, could we see him play early? His DPP status also makes him a handy option if you uh, you know, have some nice swings uh, in your defenders and your mids.
2: Like a Dacos. So cost. in terms of
1: verdict, yes, like a Dacos, you can uh, swing them around, which is nice. Um, watch and see for me in terms of verdict, again, with all rookies. Um, I think I'm a bit more concerned because he's a key position defender potentially. or mm. not necessarily a key position defender, but just more likely to play a key like that role position is role. a bit different. Higher price at 175k, it's hard to fit them all in. I think there's other options that we can fit in realistically, like I don't know if you want to have 175k on your bench um for a rookie i think that's probably too high yeah. um yeah not i'm not against the pick though i think we'll just have to see as the um as the season rolls on closer as to where the, what his position is and whether he's going to have some good scoring potential
2: there uh yeah totally agree and that's a fair point as well that you've made in terms of having someone at that high price point, even for a rookie on the bench, is kind of a bit of a waste. I mean, a lot of people are going to be mm-hmm. having the two guys that we spoke of uh, earlier in, McKercha and Sanders. And I mean, if you're looking to play another rookie, you could go for Curtin, but that's probably part of the reason why I'm bypassing Curtin this stage, because he'd be sitting on my bench. And as we know, higher price rookies need to average higher in order to make more money compared to those lower priced rookies. So that combined with the fact that he is a key position player uh, and most likely will be played in a key position uh, role, he's going to be a slow burn, I think. So for me, I am bypassing him, but uh, still, I'll keep him on my watch list nonetheless because he could come out and absolutely smash it. So we'll wait and see how he goes across the course of the preseason and assess from there.
1: Agreed. Let's move on to the next guy, and it is Jai Clark, 123.9K average uh, from uh, mid-eligible, and his 2023 average was 13, having played, uh, I think, just the one game off memory. The Cats drafted Clark with absolute huge wraps, and he would have have otherwise played a majority of games by reports if not for injury, which kept him out from round nine onwards after he made his debut. On debut, he did only manage to score 13 from 25% time on ground after starting as a sub, but most promisingly, he was able to snag 26 CBAs during that time. With the departure of Selwood leaving a huge hole in the Cats' engine room, there is a red carpet that has been rolled out for Clark to come in and cement his spot for the Cats. And with Danger closer to retirement himself, the Cats need to start blooding their next generation of mids. At near-bottom price, he is someone that should prove to be a valuable cash cow and early-season cover across the buys. And if he's getting regular CBAs, should be one that uh, can uh, get some good scoring as well.
2: Yep. Uh, I think yep. He's, uh, he's going to be on everyone's list. For verdict, you're probably similar to me. I mean, he's in 45% of teams at the moment. Yeah. Pretty obvious pick. Lock and load should play from round one. Um, Solid job security. Lock and load? There's much
1: more else you can say. Yeah, pretty much lock and load. Obviously, watch round one, but lock and load.
2: All righty, let's move on to the next guy, and it is Jeremy Sharp, priced at 123.9. Yep. Doesn't have an average in 2023 because I uh, failed to play a game, but the ex-sun has been around since 2020 and um his averages in seasons gone by a read 40.8 from 11 games in 2022, a 65.4 from 9 games in 2021 and a 33 from two games in 2020. but when given the opportunity he has shown that he is a uh, quite a capable scorer with high scores of 85, 75 69 in 2022, and then a 115 96 79 76 and a 71 in 2021. Has been playing as an outside mid and match sim for the Dockers, and he's said to be tearing it up. But the question will be whether he has a role in the side and job security to go with it. And if he does, then the scoring potential should be there. You'd think he was signed as a preseason supplemental, uh, it's a hard word to say, uh, (laughs) selection on the first day of the selection period. So signs may be positive for him. But uh, I know there has been whispers as, as well that uh, potentially he is vying for the same spot as Heath Chapman on a wing. Mm. So one to monitor over the preseason to see if they, are I guess, in that little battle, and uh, if so, if he wins it out over uh, Heath Chapman playing that outside wing role. Verdict, Liam?
1: Yeah, I think scoring potential is there. So if he is in the round side in round one, um, I would play him. Um, I would bring him in. Um, 123K, I think he's good. Um, No concern there. Only his job security.
2: Yeah, I think he's a lock. I think he's going to play at some stage in the year, if not in round one. So even if he doesn't start, you could potentially start him if there aren't any other appealing options. Um, Being that mature age player as well, probably helps a young um, Frio team. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah. I think uh, at this stage he's in my team, and uh, until we see anything otherwise, he's locked.
1: Yep, sounds good to me. Moving on to the next guy, it is Josh Sin. Josh Sin, one twenty three point nine k, mid eligible. The Sinner, twenty twenty three average of twenty one point seven. Now has had his injury troubles <laughs> across his young career, as um yes. We've, we've all seen, but could this be the year we see Sin finally break out? Was the sub in all three games he played in 2023, so can't read too much into what he can offer with scores of 20, 21, and 24. He is known for his speed and his penetrating left foot. He's priced at just 123.9K, so if he can break into the side, there will be plenty of cash to be made. And uh, there are reports from Ports Match Sim earlier this week, so this we're recording just the end of January. Um, so he has, he was playing in the A team at half back for port. Mm. So, um, or the, the one's team, I don't know. I, I obviously didn't see it. I don't barrack report and I don't live in Adelaide. So I don't get to see their match. team more that often. Uh, but yeah, playing, playing in that halfback role for more reports in the first team. So, um, looks good for job security and also would be good for his scoring potential
2: as well. Will, uh, definitely one to watch, um, but just, yeah, the fact that he has been sub as well in three out of his four career games does put a little bit of a an asterisk yeah. on him for me. Um, and you'd want to see him play some full games to see his full potential. But don't mind that. If he's playing off a half back as well, I mean, you can kind of take things as for as a grain of with a grain of salt across the preseason, uh, with teams being split up um into A and B teams. So you don't really know as to whether or not a player is pushing into Best 22 territory, but um, we will watch with bated breath as we get to the uh, unofficial match sims against other teams and of course the preseason game to follow. But let's move on to uh, the second last player and it is Jackson Bins, uh, priced at 123.9 from my mob at Carlton and must say that, and I can confirm, has been an absolute accumulator, an absolute monster in the VFL And should consider himself rather unlucky not to see a debut in 2023, having averaged 28.9 disposals and 116 fantasy points across Mm. 17 games, which would surely translate to a similar number in Supercoach, you would think. Mm. And at a rookie price, 100%, you'd be lucky and loading that. Should find his way, I think, into the Carlton side at some point in 2024 and get a taste of senior footy. So we'll track his progress over the preseason. At, at very least, could be a handy downgrade option. Uh, verdict, I think just rounding it out, um, this kid is super highly rated uh, within the four walls at Carlton. And I'm personally excited as a fan to see what he can produce at senior level. But also without Dow being there uh, now, having crossed to the Saints. There is a depth spot there for him to fill, I think. So he will no doubt get a crack at some point, as I mentioned, and is definitely one to monitor very, very closely across the course of the preseason. Yeah,
1: agreed. I think um, obviously we'll defer to you, um, but at that price, um, I don't think there's any downside really. It will just be his job security. Um, So he has to crack into the side, obviously but you'd expect he'd get a crack at some point in the season. So maybe it may not be a, a starter, but maybe a downgrade yep. option mid-season. 100%. And moving on to the last guy on the list, and it is Clay Hall, 117.3K mid-eligible. He, he uh, played nine games in the Waffle and finds himself being mentioned off the back of an impressive display in the Eagles match sim way back on Jan 24th. He does find himself in 12% of teams, but we mention him as purely one to watch in a young Eagle side where he may see opportunities. Could he be, dare I say it, the
2: Campbell Chesser of 2023? That's that's not a compliment in any that way. That is a compliment. Before.
1: I love Campbell Chesser. Really, oh, really? He's really? my boy. My mascot. Yeah. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> oh. 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 Oh.
2: The the mascot, the the one bloke who who broke your heart. He
1: survived my team all year. Right, ride, ride or die, ride or die,
2: ride or die. Uh probably more die than ride. I think. Uh, <laughs> from what what you told what are you me. You about? Um, I wrote
1: his price gen, je- his cash gen, about three, well, well, three, well, three well. dollars.
2: <laughs> you went down a local tuck shop and got your bloody uh, got yourself a bag of mixed lollies. Oh, if that, not even that, not even. With uh with the way the way that the world is at the moment um geez it uh it wouldn't afford anything oh, but could he could he be a Jimby maybe just when you're talking yes, about Eagles yes. Jimby was a bit more respectable <laughs> got injured unfortunately as well but yeah um six across seventeen games and he was drafted uh, last year in that group as well so mm. um reportedly uh, high wraps on him and um, yeah we'll wait and see how he goes but as we said um earlier it's a bit hard to even though like a lot of these reports are coming from journalists um that are being like oh this player impressed this bloke stood out but again this is a team that's been split into a team a and a team b yeah we've always gotta be careful so we, we just we don't know how they're going to sit as to whether or not they're going to be best 22 as yet but that's what the uh, rest of the preseason's for isn't it, liam
1: yeah and i know with with west coast i remember seeing how they'd split their team and they had Jinbi on the weaker side, or what would have been mm-hmm. classified as the weaker side. And yep. um, it was really apparently, from what what most people could see, assumed that it was just a balanced thing. Like they didn't want yeah. an absolute, like a team that was full of no, you know, all the kids um, up against Being monstered, yeah. Yeah, being absolutely monstered. So I think that's one thing to consider is that sometimes players might be on the B side that aren't necessarily... B side players, they're just there to to create some balance and actually create some competition between the two sides. But um, yeah, just I'm just always mindful of that. And also when people go, "Oh, he's smashing it," I'm like, "Yes, yeah. he's playing his own side as well." Like
2: smashing you know. the Eagles, which yes, especially Smashing the,
1: the B side of the Eagles as well. So uh, <laughs> yeah, So exactly. anyway, I think you're right. Keep an eye on him, um, but wouldn't jump on him just yet.
2: Yeah, the only reason as well that we kind of brought him up is because he's currently in 12% of teams that I imagine a bulk of those would be off the back of, you know, what's been reported out of these sort of, you know, scratch or match sims, whatever they want to call them. Mm. But anyway, Liam, that does round us out for not only this episode, but the trilogy of episodes uh, on all things midfielders in, of course, midfield week. So what do we have ahead of us for next week to round us out?
1: Um, By process of elimination, I think you all know what we're going to be doing. And yep. it is a defenders week and that'll be, that'll be interesting. Very interesting. Mm. I think jumping into defenders, I think there's lots of value to be had um, and lots of discussion to be had about the primos as well. Um, but yeah, lots of mid priced, not necessarily mid priced, but just value options in the midfield. Uh, sorry, in the defensive
2: line for us next well, this year mm. in this season. Exactly. Well, we'll look forward to that. That's going to round us out uh, in terms of our yeah. analysis across every part of the field. Um, so hopefully you've enjoyed what we've been producing thus far. But of course, as we've been saying at the back end of every episode, if there are any players and in this case, from this episode, mid rookies that you would like us to touch on, please comment below uh, if you are watching us on YouTube, um, or slide into our DMs if you listen to us via audio podcast form. And we'll touch on them in a special episode later in the preseason, where we run through some frequently asked players, we'll call them. But where, yes. where can they where can they do this, Liam? Where can they contact? Well, us?
1: alternatively, you can carrier pigeon, carrier pigeon, um, smoke signal. Um, <laughs> I like smoke signals. Very message. old school. Message in a bottle, just hope oh, yeah. it gets
2: to us. Yeah. That, um, we might receive it maybe in about four years' time. Yeah. If that. Also,
1: it's not good for litter, so maybe don't do that.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I don't condone that. Ian, <laughs> if you want to, you know, be a little bit more modern, yeah. you can reach out to us on Twitter at, at oh, Of course. And you can hit us up at um, our respective Twitter handles, Damon at J 88 myself at, at Liam Evans underscore 95, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Supercoach Edge. If you want to email us, I mean we've got an email, AFL Supercoach Edge at gmail.com, I think it is. Uh yeah, that's it. I don't know what else. Um our PO box is one two three supercoach road um Melbourne.
2: No, that that is that's definitely <laughs> right. So don't try and send something there. Um, but they could also alternatively use Hedwig. To send a oh, message. Oh yeah, exactly. Eventually. Yeah, that's another option. Um, uh, from Harry Potter, of course.
1: Hand deliver the note would also be nice. Pass yep. it along the row, like you know, back in back in school. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, with a little yes or no for us to answer. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, some and 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 the question will be that's passed along the line of people is, <laughs> will Jack Steele be in your team, Liam? And it'll be yes or no.
1: And I'll look at them while they while they do it. I
2: just rip it. <laughs> <laughs> and Not even dignify it with an answer. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe it's here. maybe it's an invitation to uh, to Hogwarts. Oh, exactly. That's being passed yeah. on the line. Um, <laughs> but no, it's going to be an invitation to have Nat Fife in your team. Imagine that. If 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 Hedwig if someone... was to deliver that to me, I would be saying to Hedwig, "Get out of my sight. Return to sender. I'd just quit. I'd quit Supercoach if
1: Fife if... <laughs> <laughs> was is in my
2: sight. You wouldn't question the fact that a Hedwig has come and delivered this note to you, no, and you're like, Colin, no, you actually real."
1: The biggest, the biggest, biggest issue is Nat Five p in my side. That would be the thing that would uh, make me question the world most.
2: Yeah, that's what's Uh-oh. more
1: unbelievable than a, than a, than an owl delivering me a message.
2: <laughs> in fact, I would steal the owl and I would put it in. No, I wouldn't put it in a cage. I would, I would carry it around on my shoulder, and <laughs> it'd be like my parrot for I'm the captain now in the episodes from uh, week to week. Yeah. It could be a bit yep. like my parrot, but it's now. Anyway, what are we doing? We're descending into chaos here. So, uh, Liam, let's, uh, let's put a bow on this episode. Yes, let's do it. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm about to go out and get myself uh, my own head wig um, to appear do. on my shoulder for next week. So we'll go away, Liam. We'll um, do a little bit of research for our last week of um, analysis for Defenders and um, plug our brains into the sockets, all that sort of stuff, recharge ourselves, and be back very, very shortly. So I'll catch you then, and see you in the next episode. Cheers.
0: See you, guys.